Tearing across the voxways of Innsmouth Hive like screaming skulls of obsidian wreathed in green hellfire. We are the sump punks your mama warned you about. The Bolter Wine of Acoustic Mayhem 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio. And much like the weather gobbo, we have record high arson across all Innsmouth Hive. Smoking. Speaking of that sweet, sweet smoke, we're holding it down here at Mama Kaz's Noodle House, exploring new depths of flavor. I got to tell you guys, these barbecue ice grox ribs really make these nudes pop. I'll tell you what, I'll give one a, a, at least five toilets for about every time I've been in one. <laughs> That's toilet <We're>... inception. <laughs> So does that mean it's ten toilets? If it's got five toilets for every five, man, that's a, that's that's a pretty goddamn good rating right there. Think poop bigger, my son. Poop bigger. <laughs> Practically live on that toilet whenever we have them nudes, man. Reminding you to stay frosty and always mind those doors and corners. I am your guide through this maze of mayhem, Goblin King, joined by a true painter with a plasma rifle and a maestro of the motion tracker, Marky. What it is, host. And having intimidated an entire crude weapon into a single combat use is our heavy weapons expert, Beast. Hello, everyone. And he's not here, but I'm reading it anyway. And proclaiming just how much of a game it is and how it is over since we lost that Valkyrie before it made the X-Fill is Kev. Oh, comrades. <laughs> uh, I, I suck. <laughs> I have to go drink lots of water. Uh, poor Kev. Welcome to Under the Hive of Madness, episode 52, Building a Space Hulk. During last year's spooky season, we took a deeper look at some of the lore behind Space Hulks, looking at how they come about and even dabbling into a few famous examples. Today, Damn. we wanted to... Dabbling. Today, Damn. we wanted to look at them from a different angle. Deeper specifically... Dabbling. How to design our own. The grim dark fabric of the Milky Way galaxy and Warhammer 40k leaves a lot of room for digging into the gory, meaty tidbits of many of horror's varied subgenres, allowing us a wide and varied sandbox to play in when it comes to designing short stories, campaigns, and even world building our own corner to play in. If the term Grindark makes up the town of Warhammer 40k, Space Hulks are that old, creaky, haunted ruin of a house. You and your friends ride your bikes up to, stopping just shy of the sidewalk, so you can throw rocks and take turns daring each other to go through that front door. Yeah, but instead of rocks, it's uh, boarding torpedoes <laughs> and terminators. That's, right. that's, what, that's what you throw at Space Hulks. <laughs> it's really easy when you're looking at designing sci-fi shit to get super lost in the fact that everything has to be this like vast epicness. So, you know, if you look at if you peel it back a little bit and you look at the like Stephen King averse idea of it, the old creepy house and it, that's the Space Hulk. Yeah. If that town was a subsector in Warhammer 40K. The creepy house is the Space Hulk. And like that just kind of like it brings it back. It centers it a little bit, I guess. Yeah, they, uh, they, they definitely have that more like spooky aspect oh, yeah. to them. Oh, yeah. I, I would say. Like they're they're not exactly no, like when you think Space Hulk, there's nothing but creepiness about it. It's not like oh, that's a nice looking Space Hulk. Like no, you there. I don't think, I don't think those words really ever like, came out of. 
I really like what they did with the window treatments. <laughs> it's very red. Very red. I love it. It's almost like blood. It's a Space Hulk delicatessen. Man, those hedges on the way up to the door. Do they have forearms? Are they blinking at us? <laughs> so an uncountable number of starships have been lost by the Imperium in the last 10,000 years of grinding warfare that has made up the bulk of Imperial history. Many times that number having been lost by humanity alone during the dark age of technology that came before this time. These lost ships, however, only make up a fraction of the truth as many spacefaring Xenos races are many times older than humanity can even imagine. The old ones in the Necron tier, as an example, battled for control of the galaxy during the War in Heaven, a time in history that is roughly estimated to have happened at least 60 million years before humanity even evolved, with the Eldari and the Orcs able to trace their heritage back to this conflict. These vessels have been lost in the violence of war, the chance of mechanical failure, bad luck, miscalculation, and a myriad of other ways. Not all were lost in the material universe, as catastrophe is just as common in the webway and maybe even more so in the warp. While many billions upon billions of these ships were smashed to atoms, sank into distant stars, are left or have been left as tangled debris fields that drift aimlessly through the many systems, that you can encounter throughout the 40k universe. As we covered in our Space Hulk episode, enough are caught up in the chaotic currents of the warp to be dragged in and made into these massive hulking constructs. Drawn together by the shifting laws of the warp, multiple of these titanic vessels are merged into massive, twisted, maze-like amalgamations. Wow. <laughs> Guys, just fire me now. My tongue no, don't uh, work no more. Uh, that's yeah, a word. Pull wow. pull, fucking pull it together, Ryan. <laughs> get, get it together. Drawn together by the warp and its shifting laws, a multitude of these titanic vessels will be merged into a massive, twisted, maze-like amalgamation, no longer easily defined as the ships that once made them up while somehow maintaining traits that make each piece of the whole somehow recognizable. These hulking monstrosities are no longer bound to the realm in which they were lost and blink between the material universe and the warp as if on a whim. They become breeding grounds for strange Xeno species like the Gene Stealer, floating fortresses for orcs or chaos marines and their varied cultists, or warrens for pirates and other outlaws with the internal space that can host populations that could fill hive cities. Durable to the extreme as the materials that compose them are overlapped and random patterns lacking any design being barely damaged by even a Nova cannon. Often the Imperium simply wishes to redirect their drift away from settled space. As many wars have been fought over who might control a space hulk or where it might need to go, just as many wars have actually been fought inside of them, and their titanic scale often being able to support more than a single faction. However, before we jump into the design of one, what are some pop culture examples that bring up the right aesthetic for you guys when it comes to Space Hulks? Alien. Event Horizon. Oh yeah, 100% Alien. Starship Troopers. How? How do Starship Troopers, though? When 
the ship goes down and they're running around, they're running out of the ship to the escape pods is a perfect a perfect uh, idea of what it's like to be in one when you're trying to escape the abandoned ship i always laughed when when that chick yelled that oh and like and like all the big like <laughs> blast doors are coming down and yeah. like cutting off yeah. sections okay okay i can a little see more fa- a little more faster pace maybe i don't know no, no, I could see that. Like everybody's running, or, like running away. I feel like that would be more uh, going through the warp without a Geller field. But you're in a ship, shit's going crazy. So this is a basic idea. Plus, yeah, I want to just throw in Starship Troopers. You know, got I got to do that. Sometimes you throw it in though, and I'm like, does it fit? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say anything about the first two. I think well because I I think alien and aliens are very very common like parallels to oh yeah. space Hulk. oh yeah what was it so you said alien and what was your second uh, one? event horizon but event yeah I think event I think event horizon's another good example that was one I was gonna say I know I wanted to say all like the generic ones yeah really yeah. really like yeah. Uh, what are trying to... what are other ones though? Because because there's definitely other stuff out there like that. I, I realize that it's a stretch, but I think the descent fits really species. Well too. By I the, know, I know. By the way, purity, <laughs> purity seal from here on out. Because uh, well, well, yeah, purity seal episode. Because <laughs> we're in spooky season. But if you you guys have seen the movie Descent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan's not going to acknowledge. Well, I heard species. Yeah, I, I species I doesn't oh, take no. None, no part of species takes place in a spaceship. <laughs> I, 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 know. I know. I think it does in species uh, too. To be good. honest, um, the the one no. I'm gonna make a connection to, which you probably, it's gonna be really weird. But Alice in Wonderland. Man, I can actually that's, see that. Man, what? But you can't see Starship Troopers. So I can see for, Starship Troopers after you explained it, but I can yeah. see Alice in Wonderland <laughs> after. as an entire concept. Yeah, so for, exactly. So for me, like, I never looked at Space Hulk as scary, like as spooky. Like, I've never, it to me, it's always been a maze, you know? And when I think of a maze, I think of Alice Porn. in Wonderland and the whole like aspect of like being lost and kind of like going crazy. You know what I mean? Cause like, that's the whole thing. Like people talk about like Alice in Wonderland. It was like her on a, like a trip, like losing her mind. Yeah. She um, ate some bad shrooms or something, right? Some shit like that. I don't know exactly what it was, but from like childhood trauma or some bullshit, like, some Oh really? Stupid... See, well, so the darker side of Alice in Wonderland is that she suffered like a mental break and yeah. these things that she was fighting and like dealing with were real, but in her mind, like completely askewed because okay, she so kind of like sucker lost punch. her mind. Yeah, similar. Sucker, yeah, sucker, yeah, yeah, sucker yeah. punch is a very like Alice in Wonderland interpretation of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Um, and so that's like for me, like when I ever, whenever I learned like Space Hulk stuff, I look at it like a hedgegrove maze at a castle, you know, and. Uh. Like uh, the shining, children you know, of like the corn. The, not so much children of the corn, um, but like, like you know how the shining had the maze, you Science. know that they were like trying to find their way through. No, I'm just naming just shit that's like ways a, of corn. Yeah. Literally, yeah, literally just naming shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
just got to think for corn. I'm right just now. trying to back you, dude. That's all. That's I'm just trying to help you. That's <laughs> no, all I'm not. doing. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I can do this now that you're not here on this comfortable, yeah, yeah, comfortable can't, couch. Can't I'm out of you, yeah. punch. <laughs> I'm out of decking distance, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look at that picture. You know, like the picture of of you know him going through the hedge maze. Like right, I, that's dude. like or the mazes. Um, the fucking cube. Did oh, you yeah, ever see that movie? Yeah, the no. cube would be. Yeah, oh, Mark, you haven't oh, seen dude, the you cube. You have to watch the cube, no. bro. Every fucking time, top class sci-fi original, like huh. from the Sci-Fi Channel, dude. Like, okay, was it a sci-fi original? It was a sci-fi original, bro. Like dude, that it's was darkest. Like it's bloody and dark as fuck for a sci-fi. Yeah, original. the cube is literally like just a bunch of square rooms that like some dude like wakes up in. They're each and traps like, and they're all traps like or they're like there's like a, a and, and like you keep running into new people and they're like dressed as prisoners. They're like, what are you doing here? It's like, I don't know. Where are we? And they're Almost just like in Saw. this maze. Similar, it, yeah, but it's similar to Saw, but more cerebral, well, more hopelessly cerebral and like made 20 years before Saw came out. Yeah. 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 It's, huh. it's a crazy movie. It is. It's an amazing, I'm surprised you've never seen it. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get to see a lot of sci-fi channel stuff uh, because oh, see, I, my, my mom was not a sci-fi person. Uh, I, yeah. I, the only content I I digested was stuff that my sister liked because she was a horror head. Uh, okay, and that that's about it. Just whatever whatever she bought. I don't know if you guys have seen it. So I got I got two that I didn't even think about until right now, but um, Pandorum. Have you guys seen Pandorum? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I have, a really yeah. good one. Pandorum that's probably the most definitely. modern one that that's I the could one like that, pin. That's the one that you told me to watch, isn't it, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one where the dude like comes out of like all the the wires and shit at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that one I watched right after you told me about it. Uh, yeah. That night after the pod, so it was yeah. like three in the morning, and I finished it, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we definitely really we've good. definitely talked about it in, in a podcast episode before. Pandorum gets brought up a fair amount, just like Event Horizon. Yeah, and the I was other one, say, odd, the Star other one, Troopers on enough, and Species. Uh, <laughs> well, so just... that was so so the the reason that Starship Troopers threw me for a loop is that Starship Troopers doesn't take place a lot inside anything. There's not right. a lot of claustrophobia. I mean, there. I, when when you explained Fair. where you were thinking of it from, I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But like for the majority of the movie, it's like open warfare. Yeah, yeah. open ground warfare. I was gonna say like when you play like uh, Deathwing, it's not as claustrophobic feeling uh, in that sense because there are areas that are like forty k esque where you know everything's blown out of proportion. Like there's one right. level. There's one level where like there's a like a Liberty bell in the middle of the freaking in the middle of the ship. And it's like the size of a building, but it's still dark and and enclosed. Like you still get the idea that you're underneath something. Yeah. Very like there's offshoots and all the offshoots are very small and, you know, hard to deal with. Yeah. Uh, The other one that's a little weird because it's, it's not, it's a stretch, but it's not really a stretch. I mean, it it is not a horror movie, which is the reason it makes it not a stretch. But um, if you guys have ever seen the movie Passengers with Chris, oh yeah, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, yeah, and and was that the wannabe Venom movie? 
Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer no. Lawrence, thank you. No, no, yeah, okay, that was a different one. So, so yeah, passengers was... is like he's an engineer, and he like he accidentally gets woken up to deal with the situation, but nobody like nothing ever informs him of that, and then he wakes somebody else up because he's going out of his mind and he needs companionship. But it's like like fifty. It's a generation ship, and it's like fifty or seventy five years before they're going to arrive at their location. Um, and so it's just the two of them alone on this ship, essentially. Like there's a bunch uh-huh. of people on the ship, but they're all in in cryo sleep. And then like towards the end of it, um, uh, pitch black. Yeah, pit, uh, yeah, pitch black could work too. Although pitch black again takes place mostly not on a ship. Parts of uh, parts of the what was the follow up Chronicles of Riddick? Parts of Chronicles yeah. of Riddick, definitely. Yeah, with the isn't Necromongers. There th- there's a third isn't one. Isn't there three? Well, I think it's. I think there's Pitch Black, Pitch Black Two, and then Chronicles of Riddick. No, it's Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and then and then Riddick. Riddick? Yeah. I oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's Escape from Butcher Bay, and it's a video game. Never mind. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the other thing. Like, lots of video games definitely have Space Hulk vibes. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Doom. Doom is a very Space Hulk vibey game. Wolfenstein. Um, hey, Lou. Yeah, the original Wolfenstein? What's up? The original Wolfenstein? Yeah. Halo. Parts of Halo. Species, the tie-in video game. Alien Fireteam. Yeah, yeah Alien Fireteam. Halo is probably a really good one, though, because Halo definitely, as you progress through it, it, it changes between, like, Oh, this is definitely a human. This is definitely yeah, human not ship. human. Covenant ship. Yeah. Forerunner ship. Yeah. Or forerunner construct. Another thing to keep in mind would be one of the scenes in the labyrinth where yeah, fuck that movie. Sarah's trying to get the the baby from Jareth and they're in that MC Escher place where like no planes are the same. So like as she's running up one staircase, he's walking down the bottom side of the staircase on the other side. Like that that's another mm. thing that would be very like space hulky. You know, not, nothing's following the rules inside the space hulk. Yeah, well it's it's oh, all uh, manipulated by the warp, right? So Yeah, video uh, ga- video games wise, uh Dead Space. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Dead Space. Dead Space 100%, is a great you know. One. Yeah, Dead, yeah, that's, Dead Space. Dead Space is, is a really, really, really good, good one. one. But yeah, so there's definitely a lot of we need like we need Kevin here if we're we're talking about video games. This is the perfect opportunity <laughs> for for <laughs> Kevin to shine. <laughs> now we're gonna hear about it in the next episode where we're not talking about space hulks anymore. We're not Kevin's talking talk. about it. Yeah, and Kevin's like, by the way, in the last episode that I wasn't here for, I got a couple space hulk games. Thirty so minutes later, I was later. listening. To, I was <laughs> listening to this podcast that that I missed and. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, want <laughs> a really a really good movie okay. uh in reference is Virus. Oh yeah, Virus. Uh the the Jamie Lee Curtis one. Mhm. 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 And then there's no. like a bunch of ghost ship ones and uh, True Rising, Lies, you know. Jamie Lee Curtis that one? Yes, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Dead Rising. Isn't that a game? Why is it sticking in my Yeah. Do you yeah, there is, there is in the mall? Game. Do you mean deep? Oh, Deep Rising. Deep, deep Rising. Rising. Sorry, yeah. Oh, deep Rising. Deep Blue Sea. God. Deep Blue dude. Sea, that fucking movie, dude. dude. Stop talking about that movie. Deep Blue Sea is perfect. That is a perfect Man, how, movie. How, how, much for is space it, how much is it to rent? How deep Blue is, Sea? 
is it? shut the fuck I'll, up, I'll rent, dude. I'll buy it. Don't worry about it. I is got it? you. So, I'll so, buy it. so Marky's Marky's perfect example of everything is uh, is just, it's, it's just whatever we're talking about. The actor from <laughs> it's it's deep blue sea, but then but then shoehorn in the chick from Species. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And have yeah, an arc it, it, where Denise, that's what where I'm Denise saying. Richards uh, uh, oh, yeah, like deep, <laughs> deep Rising, Ghost Ship, Underwater. That's another movie that came out, that, that Cthulhu mm. one. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Twilight, Mark, if, if you want. you know, cause uh, I've actually actress. never seen Twilight. It's the same actress in Underwater, so I'm sure it applies. I haven't seen Underwater. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Underwater is a pretty good film. Uh, I'll have to check that one out. Underwater is a good film until I like the last 15 minutes. I guess you could say parts of Meg, although I think Meg is a little too shiny. I like Meg just because it's dumb. I saw Meg, but it yeah, was but like like kind of boring. That's the Arnold Schwarzenegger with that little where his daughter is a, a zombie, right? That is called That's Maggie. Megan. No, Maggie. I think it's that is a, Maggie. That is a very good slow burn movie. But yeah, uh, no, the Meg is about a giant shark. Oh, okay. Yeah, completely off. <laughs> Fucking Meg. God damn. Well, Leviathan is another movie like that. Yeah, Leviathan, yeah. yeah. Doom, even. Dune? That shitty yeah, the Doom, Doom movie. movie. Like, we're with oh, the, rock. Oh, the one with the, the, one rock. With the rock. Yeah, mm. there was a newer one than that. The, the better the better of the two shitty Right? Doom yeah, no movies. shit, right? <laughs> one of them's worth watching. The other is like, what the fuck is going on? I, I don't think I made it through much of the. How, what, about, uh, what about Resident Evil? Yeah, Resident Evil definitely yeah, yeah, has the some vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I just made a fucking amazing discovery. I just jumped onto like Amazon and I typed in like virus and all of the old like sci-fi original movies I was talking about it started to come up. Fucking That's screamers. Awesome. Freaking, oh, screamers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, screamers yeah. is on. Um, what's the other? I one? brought up the pyramid. A, did you guys all watch screamers since I brought it up in that? In that uh, podcast episode, like, I don't know. No, I, I brought it up in a pod a while ago. Yeah, I just remember you talking about man. it. But the pyramid is on here. Deep Star 6, like. Ooh, Stargate. Nice. Oh, Ghost Ship. No, no, no Stargate. I could, I could see Stargate. I could see Stargate. Ghosts of Mars. Oh, my God. Ghosts of Mars. John all right. Carpenter's all right. Ghost of Mars. <laughs> so when it comes to designing a Space Hulk, I think we have a few different options to look at. On one hand, we can look at a Space Hulk a lot like we look at developing a planet, breaking it down into all of these various details that can be expanded upon one by one. We could also approach it from a specific needs perspective, as you might if you're designing the backdrop for your faction specifically. In this case, were we looking to build a Gene Stealer faction or an Orc faction and wanting to place them on a Space Hulk for their background? Or are we looking at making a fortress world or a fortress... Uh, Hulk for a Chaos Warband or some like form of Eldar Corsairs. So there's definitely those two different ways to look at it. While there's probably a dozen that I haven't named or even thought of, I think a super fun way to look at a Space Hulk is to treat it a lot like a dungeon in a role-playing game. While in some cases, the Game Master might design a dungeon as the home to a major plot villain or as the resting place for some sort of major MacGuffin that the players need to get in order to move the story along, just as many dungeons exist as, like, side quests. It's just there to populate the world with some interesting content that isn't directly related to the story that the players are engaged in. In cases like this, the dungeon still normally has some sort of payoff, though, right? Like, 
you don't go into it just because it's there. You go into it because you want to find a, a thing. You want, you know, weapon upgrades yeah. or cash Relic. or whatever. Yeah. You want that that gear. You want those riches. You want that shit. To me, this concept fits really well with the idea of a Space Hulk as it pertains to being like a key for providing context as to when somebody might want to explore one. You know, the same way that like a group of adventurers are going to go into a dungeon, a group of hunters or adventurers or relic hunters or whatever are going to go into a Space Hulk, right? Yeah, well, I would say like the the reward for, for a lot of Space Hulks is that, uh, you know, you might get to survive. <laughs> right. That, that could be your reward. <laughs> also, from this design perspective, we can look into the Hulk as it is. It's like an onion. Yes, like lots of layers. Much like you would look at a dungeon and you would design like lay levels down. So, you know, the first level of the dungeon is going to be easier. The outer layers of the Space Hulk are going to be easier. But the deeper you go into it, the more dangerous, the, however, the soft, potentially more The soft, chewy center. Yeah, it's like uh, the Hive in Resident Evil or, you know, Sword right, Art Online. Right. Uh, Ryan's seen that one. He loves that one. I don't know what Sword Art Online. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, no, the, I'm thinking of hack. Dot, dot, hack. Dot, hack. Hack slash. Yeah, uh, yeah some wait. shit. Backslash. Okay. What well, one of one of them is like a bunch of kids live, a bunch of anime kids live in a MMO, and then the other why do they one, have to be anime know. kids? <laughs> because it's a fucking anime. <laughs> why do you That's say why it? They in gotta like, be anime kids. Why do you? Why do you almost say it in like a derogatory sense? Because like, they all because they all walk around anime. making noises. They all walk around making noises like. <laughs> you don't. You don't make those noises, Tom. I've heard you take a shit. Don't and they like don't, turn? Don't yeah, but turn. not while I'm like standing there. They turn around and all of their equipment moves and and like jangles together. Like they're constantly cocking a fucking firearm or receding a sword, even though they've got like a mini skirt on and they're carrying a binder. What the fuck is happening in this? It's show? realistic. I don't understand. It's realistic. <laughs> we used to joke around about it a lot because we used to watch a lot of like Kong fu and like japanese action films not kung, a spectrum. Fu, kung fu kung fu not kung fu, kung <laughs> yeah, not kung fu. Is, is it is it kung fu kung no, no it's, it's kung, kung fu. fu i said it wrong <laughs> oh i was like have i been saying it wrong i i love kung fu movies kung <laughs> shit <laughs> shit we should have run with it man <laughs> dude i would have marky's like cor- correcting people he's like excuse me yeah, it's, it's kung it's kung it's, fu it's, it's, it's pringles okay Kong, 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 Fu. Like, Kong, Kong, Fu is... Kong Fu Panda. They got it wrong. No, no, it's it's just it's the type of it's the martial art that King Kong fights with. It's Kong it's, Fu. Yeah, Kong Fu. Kong, Kong Fu. <laughs> so we we used to watch a lot of Kung Fu movies and like Asian like cinema stuff in in college. And there's a spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, you've got the gun that literally never runs out of bullets. You're like, dude, this this pistol's on like its 98th round. And then on the other end, you have the the films that are trying to be a little bit more accurate, so they reload like every two shots, like they're playing House of the Dead. <laughs> like, bang, bang, Dude. reload, bang, reload, bang, bang, reload. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm trying to make sure. A, a trail of magazines behind you for other people just... to follow. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's a magazine. And then you have a third and fourth arm that comes out of your ass that constantly reloads your mag. <laughs> You've got to 100% like rack the shotgun. Like you oh, walk outside me. and you rack the shotgun to threaten them. And then before you shoot them, you rack the shotgun again. And then to make a point in the middle of your conversation, you rack there was, the shotgun. There's a dude. There's a no dude shells. Who's like, who's like shotguns in movies. And he's like, standing, he's like what are you doing on my property, boy? And he's like, nothing, uh, sir. He's like, all right, then. He's like, sir, you what? Like, do you have do you have a problem? He's like, I sure do. He's like, listen, listen to me. And he's like, you're you're out of bullets, sir. <laughs> like, you you like when they rack a when they when they pump a, a semi automatic shotgun? Yeah, that that's also <laughs> not even not middle. even it just makes the noise. Yeah, yeah, like, they, they yeah, don't does move. They... they don't even move. It just and you're like, what the fuck? Like, where, there's a where couple did that movies come that from? do that. There's a couple movies that do the like ARs and stuff, and they like rack them, but nobody's it's like, actually racking. It's like a double anything. barrel. <laughs> it's a double yeah, barrel. Like, like, or they like turn a corner really rapidly with a shotgun, and it makes the sound like it's being racked, even though yeah, it wasn't. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you just turn that corner with crack them. me up. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the show Justified, but at one point, one of one of the like dumber characters shows up to shoot Timothy Oliphant's character. And he's standing outside with a shotgun, and it's leveled at his chest. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I got a shotgun pointed at your chest. And he looks at the guy, and he's like, the question you got to ask yourself is, can you rack it and fire it before I can draw on you and shoot? And the guy hesitates for a second, and then uh, Oliphant's character grabs the shotgun and, like, bashes him in the face with it. And is like, I didn't think so. He it's like, like intimidates. He intimidates uh, a guy with a shotgun from like thirty feet away, and the dude doesn't rack the entire conversation, so he gets close enough to him to take the shotgun away. It's like Indiana it's, Jones, it's pretty priceless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that like level of scene. Now, my favorites are when you're when you're looking at someone who's holding like an M nine or a forty five, you know, and they're holding the gun and the hammers forward. You're like, what are you? Okay. What are you doing? You're like, that's not a double action pistol. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know if you know this, but an M9, like, like when you when you're cocked, like that hammer's back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when it's loaded, yeah, yeah. Unless you actively lower the hammer, like, so nine times out of ten, if that hammer's pointed forward, you know, like you know, there's not one in the chamber, right? Like, it doesn't just right. automatically do that, like. Anyway, how did we get, how did I tan, derail tan, the over. fuck out of us? <laughs> <laughs> so I always try to design. Shotguns. Yeah. I always try to design shotguns. So they have to yeah, be racked so 15 yeah, times during no a matter conversation. What. No matter what. <laughs> so I always try to approach a design space from the perspective of being faction agnostic, specifically in Warhammer 40k. Meaning that we don't want to tailor any of the specific details towards a specific faction or specific group. So we don't want to set out the design of Space Hulk with the idea of like, well, there are gene stealers in it and the Death Wing are going to fight them. Because that's not why we want to do this. While it's common to think of the Space Hulk in that terms, though, Terminators versus gene stealers, if we design from an angle, we limit a lot of what the Space Hulk can be used for in the future. For instance, if we design a Space Hulk and we want to use it in a role-playing scenario or a set of role-playing scenarios, like we're now kind of pigeonholed into doing that. With this scenario, designing a Space Hulk, it'll become part of our expanding lore, an object which seems to be forever trapped flitting in and out of the Carcosin sector. It's a shiny lure for those brave, or as Marky mentioned early, stupid enough, 
to actually delve into it and see what might or may not be there. It should be a place that can be used as a backdrop for a role-playing campaign or a one-off or a location for some kill team action in the future or even as battlegrounds that can be used and featured in a crusade. As we mentioned earlier and as Marky brought up with even the games that have been released, sometimes the internal spaces in these things are fucking huge. Running a 2,000-point game inside a Space Hulk could totally Definitely a thing. Happen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think with that frame mark in mind, I have a bunch of questions that I want to pose to you guys to flesh this thing out. So what makes up the core of our Space Hulk? And I got a couple of ideas. You know, is it a lost Imperial ship? Is it a lost Xeno ship? Necron. Oh, okay. So it's a Necron ship of some sort. Yeah. Okay. That's what so I is it a spaceship or is it a chunk of a Necron planet? No, it's a, a generation ship. So it's a Necron tier ship. Yeah, so it's even older. Saying. Okay. That's what I think. So we have an ancient Necron tier ship. Okay. So one of the things with one of the things with Space Hulks is they're not just spaceships. A lot of times like they incorporate actually almost all the time they incorporate like chunks of planets and asteroids and just other space debris that they've come across. So if this is a Necron tier ship that's been like fucking dinking around since the war in heaven how much shit has it attracted it's got a chunk of the fat man's planet titty (laughs) it's got a fat (laughs) titty on it uh all right it's it's that it's the the necron ship that looks like this and then it goes into the nipple (laughs) it's the crest (laughs) that's the Uh. that's the titty ship that's the titty it's back. Ship. <laughs> That's it's haunted no moon. <laughs> it's haunted me in my dreams. I would say you got to do the Trinity, so you got to do like uh, orcs and Eldar on top of that. So it's got a. It, it's attracted orcs, or possibly even Krork technology that doesn't work. Yeah, anymore. I'd say you make it old as shit. Like, yeah, right. Old as shit. Like the idea of a Necrontier, so it's just a giant like monolith. That's like crashed into a freaking rock. Well, it's an old. I like the idea that it's an old cork battleship. Like, like, yeah. like this. There is some war, and this Necron tier ship and this cork battleship were just left drifting, and they eventually smashed into each other. Dope. Eventually, they they fucked. They fucked. We have to do an episode <laughs> on cork because I actually don't know anything about. Yeah, that. we do. Definitely do. Yeah, that'd and, be a good and, episode. And you right. want you want some you want something Eldari in it do you want that to be new or do you want that to be like so i mean this thing's been around for a long time so it's probably attracted all sorts of other ship shit is this like an old craft world i would say like a post some kind of or something i would say some kind of eldari vault that had uh relics in it so there is some sense of like uh something to be gained from going into it because I mean, okay, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. So it's a Necron, Necron tier ship that is entangled in a cork battle cruiser, whatever. Right. There is evidence of Eldari shuttlecraft like docked into this thing, but they've been left for eons, you know, um, because over the years, like Eldari have gone to it for whatever reason, unbeknownst to anybody else in the sector. 
um, but they've never returned. Maybe like Corsairs. Corsairs yeah. go on yeah. it to essentially, uh, you know, pillage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no reason. We have no idea why the the Eldari have been attracted to this thing, but there's like, like, have you ever seen lot like the remake movie Lost in Space? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the like Prometheus that like ship that they found? Yeah, and yeah, it had that, that alien there. ship like parked on it. And yeah. they were like, what the hell ship is that? You know what I mean? Like, it's like that. Like, the Eldari ships are, like, docked. You know, like, they were, like, trying to go into it. You know, and that they've just never come back. I like it. So are they, are these Corsairs, or are these, like, is this, like, an ancient, are these ancient Eldari, or are these new Eldari? I'd I would say, say new. new. Yeah, new. Okay. Yeah, like Corsair. Like the, yeah, like, the, 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 the uh, Hulk itself is just those two ships combined. Right, yeah. Um but it's got all these like Eldari ships like speckled all across it, you know. Okay, so I'm gonna say that there's also several. For my part, I'm gonna say that there's also several large like asteroids, or or like a chunk yeah. I mean, just a hodgepodge, definitely. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Uh, like it's been you know but this the, chunk. The two ships have been floating around forever, so they run into shit, you know. Right, but that but the major the majority like the core of it is this Necron tier ship and this old Cork battleship. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what might lie hidden deep within the Space Hulk? Is there a chance that there's a standard template construct in there? A vault of lost archaeotech, either Imperial or Xenos? Relics of a fallen hero? Maybe a lost hero or an entire team itself? Uh, a threat that needs to be dealt with, as Marky mentioned? Or Fuck all it. of the above? <laughs> a fucking Catan. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, a Catan. Trapped shards of uh, Satan. All right. So there's probably not, I'm guessing there's not a standard temp- template construct no. in there. There'd be no reason. Yep. It's not, a, there's no Imperial technology, or there's right. very little Imperial technology in this yeah. at all. None. Um, so the Archaeotech would be a vault that's trapping the shard of a Satan. Okay. Um, how about any other reasons? Are there any, uh, are there relics to fallen heroes? Maybe old space Marine chapter went in, tried to get maybe, maybe somebody from the death watch. I would say, I would say some type of fallen Necron hero that was trying to capture the, uh, Satan for himself, like try to capture the power for his own, uh, Dynasty. Okay, so there's a fallen a pylon, Necron hero. A pylon control module. Who's that? Okay, is that is that part of the Satan stuff? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I'm just thinking something <laughs> something that can control Necron pylon. Like, that just sounds cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ninety <laughs> percent like of the shit I come up with, man, I'm just like, what sounds cool? And it's forty K E. No, yeah, I right? like it. So yeah. there's a fallen Necron Lord. Because I'm assuming that this is a Necron who's retained a chunk of, if not all of his personality or her personality, all of their personality. Right. Yeah, well, that's why they're on a Necron tier ship. Okay. So this fallen Necron lord, and you mean fallen as in, like, like deactivated slash dead, not as in, like, Correct. destroyer cult or flayed one. Okay. Yeah, like sitting at the helm. Right, exactly. Oh, like that. Kind of like, like the, a, uh, the like engineer. In a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sort of like Sphere. Remember Sphere? Oh, yeah. All right. So people people are going, or, or not people, but when people encounter this Necron Lord, does he reactivate on his own, or do, does it reactivate on its own, or is that the reason that the Necron would try to go there? 
I would think well, that'd that, be so. The... Yeah, like okay. it's it's all fairy tale, right? Like there's no definitive answer to anything. It's okay. to the Necrons, they believe that there's some type of uh, way for them to like re re become human or something. You know what I mean? Like regain their their individualism, right? Um, the humans think that there's something on there that allows them to control pylons. Uh, the Eldari think that there's a way that they can gain control of a god so that they can vanquish Slanesh. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a different story for each thing. Ooh. Okay, so what's actually there is a shard of a Satan. But because yeah, that's it. every because everybody's been playing telephone so long, the Eldari mm-hmm. believe that one of the swords of their gods are there. Yeah. 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 Like it's different for everybody, you know. Okay. Like the orcs just think there's like shiny gubbins, you know. Oh, there's I mean? definitely like shiny fancy, gubbins on fancy it, weapons, you know. Oh, yeah, They're that, like that's the you thing. Know, there's definitely other there's gotta be yeah. other shit. <laughs> Ancestral crork technology. Yeah. And I mean the humans just think that it's old enough that maybe they could figure out a way to control Necron pylons. Yeah, or they want to find a good place to, you know, destroy it like oh they hear of a weapon that that one of the xenos can claim and become more powerful because of so they're looking to destroy it mm-hmm. yeah okay so to the to the imperium it's a threat that needs to be dealt with correct yeah, yeah. but the, to the, vote, the less the discerning members of humanity it is a place to plunder yeah the photon think that there's an ai there so i think that kind of links into the next thing. So what dangers lurk inside the Space Hulk? Gene stealers? Other Xenos threats like the Hrud? Eldar Corsairs are Drakari? The forces of chaos? Some mad splinter of humanity? A lost but all forgotten other Xenos race? Or the Men of Iron? And I like the idea that there are something to do with the men of iron and that's why the botan are interested but it also it makes it super fucking dangerous right do you do you know much about zotes either of you yeah so zotes were used by the tyranids tyranids as an ambassador species kind so, of early kind, on in the, the back re- when there was belief yeah. that so, they had like more intelligence yeah t- tell me if this is like a, a viable thing the the orcs, and you told me you guys totally hate it, and it doesn't make any sense. The orcs, I hate it. Still have bitch. To get to. <laughs> <laughs> so so no, the no, orcs. Go ahead, go ahead, the, go ahead. The, the the orcs. I hate it. God damn! I, that's why I paused. I knew. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> so the orcs so still have a a war band left over from their blood shroom fungi. Uh, you know, re- replication process, reproductive process, and they're led by what they think is a large war boss, but it's actually a zote, and this zote leads them as a war band to fight and protect the Krork technology in that area, and they're constantly okay. fighting demons. That that that's so, that's. So why are the demons there? Because warp warp fuckery. Oh, the demons are there. The demons warp, are warp being fucked drawn into the, into the space Hulk. Yeah. Well, they're Residual being drawn warp to the power fuckery. of the 
they're being drawn by the, the power of the Satan. I'm down for it. Okay. I so so there's just orcs on this thing at all times? At all times, yeah. yes. I would say okay. demons whenever they're freshly out of the warp, where where warp presence is still a, a thing. As it dissipates and as they jump back into the warp, you know, the the demons so are there, so there's so, a period of time where this thing is flitting back and forth that it's just every time it flits into the warp, it's besieged by demons. Yes. So, and the orcs constantly fight, and then the orcs have to rebuild after that. Okay, Correct. so how about this? I like the idea, because technically Zotes in the lore now are more like mercenaries. Um, so I like the idea, how about this as a twist, right? The orcs aren't on it. They they the orcs know the cycle right because the zote does he knows the cycle of it of when mm. it comes in and out right it's on like a regular so, timer right so one like, of the things kind of wrapped up in orc history sorry this, this i think this will help what you're going for that's why i'm trying to to let you know so one of the things kind of wrapped up in orc like wog um like like that the power of orcs is that orcs kind of instinctfully know when space hulks are going to come in and out that's why they use them as like ways to attack people mm, mm. they can't so, direct them they just kind of know anyway yeah sorry. so so they're not actually on it right when it goes into the warp they are around it say there's like a moon or something near this thing right when it comes back right and it cycles in and out of the warp right so every time it comes back they're like go and then they all like go on do it and try to get to the thing that they're trying to find, right? They're trying to find some type of ancient technology. The Zote's interested in something on there. The Zote never goes on it himself, nor his, like, kin, but he sends the orcs, right? And it usually, like, they don't find it. It gets dragged back into the warp. All the, all the things inside of it get killed, and then it comes back again, right? So, so let me add on to this. <clears throat> the Zote was the... War master, you could say, of a found rock that there are feral orcs on. And these feral orcs see this big four-legged green monster, and they're like, mm -hmm. that's the boss. Mm -hmm. And that rock is essentially tied to that space hulk. So that rock moves randomly through space, constantly following in a sense that space hulk so whenever the space hulk comes back into the materium that that rock is always near it yeah yeah so the, the like space that. the space hulk and i think i already put like a dotted uh barrier on the map the carcosan map um there's an area that like the space hulk is pretty much always seen in yeah um, I I just I like randomly threw down like sighted here, <laughs> just as like an afterthought, and then it kind of just you know kismet. Yeah, or, or even even just a, that that rock that they're on, they can pilot it. You know what I mean? They're just like it's over right. there, and then they blast uh, off. I mean, rocks are very like. Uh, yeah, or orc stuff is a little bit more like it's in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And oh, a okay. Bit, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. But yeah, yeah that's why I was so saying like it's is, almost though, attached to it in a sense. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's the swap nipple. out demons. Swap out demons, right? Forget about the whole demons being yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, right? And make it. I'm going for a virus thing here, 
right? Okay, okay. So the Catan is taking control of all the machines and various, like, AI things on the ships. Mm. It's almost like a flayed ones. Yeah, kind of, right? And what they're doing is that anytime anything enters that that Hulk, they're getting attacked by these things, and they're using... The Catan is using the cadavers. Yeah, like maximum overdrive. Well, trying to rebuild his physical body. Yeah, so there's maximum overdrive. I like that. So the Satan yes. vault is broken. It's not. It's not entirely like it's not. Crap, the Satan vault is like yeah, it's damaged. It's not broken. So the yeah. Satan is able to influence organic and inorganic matter within a certain radius, almost like a poltergeist. Well, more, more like inorganic, but what? what those like machines and stuff. Cause obviously the like dead Necron tier, things like that. He's like reanimating and controlling as well, an the, extension of himself. And then he's using that to like hardwire the like physical bodies. Well, then the Necron okay. tier are, are, are the flesh. So it would just be regular Necrons. Ne- Necron tier were the yeah, were there's, Necrons there's probably before. No, there's probably no Necron tier or court right. anymore. Right, like their prob- their bodies have probably long, long rotted. Yeah, it's out. just the machinery behind it, and like the yeah. skeletons, if you will. Like, but like, but like, if if a kill team got on and died, the 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 satan machine spirit machines would go out and get those organic bodies and drag them back to his vault, and then he could like manipulate them into like like undead servitors, essentially. Yes, yes, yes exactly, undead servitors. Yeah, that's what I'm going. For. I like it. That gives some really interesting kit bashing like opportunities too. Oh, so yep. um, the whole arc of the undead, right? Are there Ugh. actually men of iron on the ship, or did the Voton or the Voton just heard these rumors? They just hear. They are? Yeah, yeah, they don't know. They, the Voton don't know what a Catan is, so all they know is that they're supposedly ship like machines, AI, yeah, they, or what AI they believe to be are, AI, yeah that are creating physical bodies, right? So they want their, you know, they're maybe trying to get their Votan a physical body, you know, I don't okay. know, something. You know, mm. shit gets real weird when you start Al- making Almost like a, people. almost like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like almost, what the fuck is that show called? Uh, Altered Carbon, where you can uh, transfer consciousness into an organic being. And that's what they've, uh, that's what they've heard through the great grammatic the ingrammatic yeah. wafers that the um tau use <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that's how my that's how my entire tau lore is built my tau lore is built on altered carbon the idea yeah, that nice. like oh, yeah. when you die your wafer is is recycled <laughs> into another body <laughs> your wafer <laughs> i don't know why but that's, that's you want some the way you the way your you put it nil wafers you want some wafers? Some of them brain, wafers. Them brain wafers. <laughs> so I really want there to be some like weird alien thing that's living here that's living on it too. Um I think I think I I think the HRUD actually make the most sense with what Tom's laid out too. So the so HRUD are like like worm creatures. Like they're they're physical bodies like like human style physical bodies, but they're made out of like big long worms. 
And they make anything within a certain radius of them age rapidly. Yeah, I mean, Necrodeer, that's good. Yeah, I'll play around going, with it. I was going maybe, with maybe a whole, weirder. like, mummy-esque, like... I like I like the, Our... the creepy... <laughs> Yeah, like I'm going for a mummy feel here. You know what I mean? Like, like you know the scarab robots and stuff. Well, imagine those, Ooh. but with like flesh on them. You know what I mean? And like, you know, eyes. You it's know, got a like, fucking face that it just like stapled yeah, onto its like, back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it's all stretched across it. Like it's got wings that are made out of like skin. Yeah. Maybe that's the little alien thing that's there. Maybe there are like like scarabs but scarabs that act the way that the scarabs in the mummy were because that's yeah. not the way that actual scarabs operate but they're like they're like piranha scarabs <laughs> yeah like uh they're dormant uh, until you wake them up and then they'll fucking strip you to the bone what are those uh, uh ravagers is that what they're called the tyranid little bugs yeah uh, rippers. Uh, rippers rippers yeah. Ripper swarms yeah they're like ai rippers you know Ooh. okay mm-hmm. it's like that thing that uh that sector shot out in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. So they're AI, AI scabbards that, AI scarabs bleh, that strip anything of organic material. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's like the ship's primary defense mechanism. Yeah. And then they, and they, they and wear, and then it, and then it they wear the faces. It. They wear the faces <laughs> of their enemies on their back. So it's like flying skin faces that, eat you very descriptive mark thank you yeah i know it's like somewhat of a wordsmith <laughs> you should be a fucking poet <laughs> you wouldn't know it uh-huh. and then they, and then I, <laughs> I think they use that i think they use that the rest of the organic material that they strip they like go vomit it into big vats and then those vats are what the the satan is constantly trying to like make bodies from like clone yeah. bodies from yeah. it's all hanging like just shit tons uh, of failed ones hanging but he can't yeah it can't get it the process right so there's just it's like, like oh. vaults of like weird undead shit it's like a frankenstein type type feel i love that yeah, yeah Dude, that's kind of so, what i'm thinking like uh, i'm picking this i'm picking apart this whole like you you go you get like uh soul blight or I can't remember the other undead one that's not Night Haunts, but you get those two factions from AOS, and then you just mix them with like whatever bits you have left like over. Like Nurgle bits or something. Yeah. 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 And that's how you Necron do it. Necron and Night yeah. Haunt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Necron and Night Haunt. And then imagine Necron, too, Night Haunt, and, and Nurgle. Imagine too, like Pandorum style. Like there's. Um, like those, uh, those uh those dudes that like chew their noses off <laughs> no 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 like like so there's so there's a lot of like eldar ships like parked on this thing right so there's like a group of eldar like living inside of this thing and they've been there for like centuries because they can't get out oh wow okay okay you know what i mean like maybe something a group of surviving eldar that can't get back to their ship and they're just like stuck and they're like surviving off of whatever they can like steal and scavenge mm-hmm, from other people mm-hmm. who come on board yeah, like apocalyptic Eldar. I like it. Oh, you could use you could mix um what's the wasteland? What's the new wasteland group from Necromunda? It's like the dust dust stalkers or something like that. Yeah, those those guys, the apocalypse scavenger guys with Eldar. Oh, yeah. I Eldar you combine like parts. you combine orc and Eldar. Oh, that's cool too. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
I can I could see that Eldar running around with shooters instead of shrieking. <laughs> yeah, like shit like that. You know, like not even they're running around with like spears. You know what I mean? Because they got like no ammo. Like they've been right. there for centuries. Like they got I them snazz like spears. They're snaz they're spears. they scurry around in like vents and stuff. And then when like people get on there and they're like trying to make their way through, like they look through like a corner and just see like silvery white eyes in the dark. Yeah, kind of like, like the white hair, you know, as like he's like crawling through the grate. Yeah, kind of like, like uh, descent. Morpheus yeah. from uh, Predators. Mor- Morpheus from. Predators? Oh yeah, 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 kind of, yeah. Turn oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Like, in his in his ship. He's yeah. That's right. There's the downed Yante ship on. Ah, oh, that's what yeah. by Predators. Yeah. I was thinking Predator too when they go in when they're in the ship later on. No, no. <laughs> so when they Morpheus drop all those, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Thank you. What was that movie we were talking about? Where I was like, "Holy shit, that's what it's called." Where it was like a bunch of kids in the walls. Uh, like the flowers in the attic. Stairs. Flowers in the attic. Is, what? What did you say, Ryan? Children under the stairs. Maybe it's that one. Yeah, where it's like kids in the walls. There's one who like has his tongue cut off. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So like, kind of like that, like Eldar, like that. You know, that's awesome. That, like like Lord of the Flies, but El- oh, maybe they're not even. Maybe they're not even like that. So there is Eldari that were trapped, and they had enough like food and stores and everything. They've been there long enough that they've had children. Yeah. So it's not even the original Eldar anymore. It's like Generation Three, and they have no connection to original Eldar society anymore. They're essentially like feral exodites <laughs> jesus yeah that could be pretty gnarly all right so so like you come across this band of eldari and they don't speak eldari they speak like a mixture of orcish and low gothic and they're armed with like you know one dude might have a spear because he like like, like the uh the the one that's psychically active has like a spear or maybe maybe even a sword and shield but then like the guy behind him has like a guardsman's rifle like a las carbine because it they scavenge it like they just have whatever they can fucking steal and continue to maintain and then another one has a bolter like you get this like really weird group hodgepodge that you build. yeah, yeah dude awesome. that'd be super cool that'd be a cool fucking kill team <laughs> right yeah oh, they're, like, they're very like sharp teeth and like yeah, very, like the, oh, like, yeah, angular, yeah, you know, like kind of like yeah. rat-like because they're they've been living in darkness for so long, or in like, and out um, of the warp too, so they're like slightly corrupted. Right, they they hunt down like like demons don't fuck like the Slanashi demons don't fuck with them because they realize like how corrupted they are already. Yeah, well, like they <laughs> eat them, they eat demons, you know. Like, oh god, oh, yeah, they 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 knew to fear them and and yeah, fear them, hunt them, and kill them. I like that. Yeah, and then they even they eat other Eldar like they're cannibals, they're like the, you know they're like the boogeyman kind of in a sense. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, they're 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 just like they're they're they were lost, they've adapted, you know. Yeah, yeah, and they've adapted. You know what I mean? Like, like if you think of like the cave or the descent, like they yeah, were no minor. Longer. You know, yeah, like they were once. You know what I mean? They're, they're like, Morlocks now. <laughs> they're fucking Urukai, like <laughs> yeah. you know. So who or what else might also be trying to get the secrets out of the Space Hulk? So I think we've already kind of covered this because we've got the Zotes and the Orcs that keep coming, the Zote and his Orc Warband that keep coming back because they're trying to get Quark technology. Uh, we've got the Votan who are coming yeah. back because like, they're seeking like the AI. 
Um, yeah, I like it. Some cool stuff here. So how do the Inquisition, specifically the Ordos Obscurus, and the Imperial Navy treat this Space Hulk? Do they know about it? Uh, obviously, it sounds like they do. They Are they quarantining it, or did they... they or did they just believe it's far enough off the beaten path that people in general leave it alone? It keeps the orcs busy, so yeah, yeah. they just they just That's, quarantine yeah. the area. They tell people yeah, kind of what I was thinking. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's enough. It's bait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't go by this shipping. Do not use these shipping lanes anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they think of it as like almost like a ghost ship with the moon. Okay, but the moon is the rock that just keeps following it in a sense. So there's like this, there's an orc rock that just has this weird fucking erratic orbit. And like yep. every, every six or eight months, this fucking space Hulk just blips into existence for like, maybe that's what it does. It's in the warp for six to eight months. And then it's in real space for six to eight months. And it's a, it's never exactly that. So there are people who try to time it to catch it. Right. But if you yeah. don't get off it on time, you're mm-hmm. stuck during the warp phase. Yeah, yeah they, and then you're, you're they call them rock hunters or rock heads because they follow the rock all over the place, hoping uh, for the, like uh, the Space Hulk for, to come back into the Materium. Because if you can get, even on the outer layers of the Hulk, because it's such old tech fucking tech and shit, you can get good shit. And yeah. it's, it's getting harder and harder. The, the layers closer and closer to the surface, that the, the layers just inside the like docking bays and like the skin are pretty plundered. So people are pushing just to that next level. And that that's why these like Eldari and stuff are starting to be seen because people are yes, no longer yes. on those surface layers. They have to yeah. go further in. I like it. So how does it look? Um, so it's mostly composed of old Necron tier technology and cork technology. So I feel, and I think Tom already kind of laid this out. It looks pretty fucking Egyptian. I like the idea that the bulk of it is one of those it's it's like a giant crescent ship and then smashed inside of it is or overlapping it is like a very blunt heavy looking cork ship i imagine they were probably very slab like i don't know if we have any tech oh you know what is it even a cork ship or is it a fucking old one ship the old ones built it the cork were flying it Hmm. That, that could be interesting let's play around with that idea a little bit so is there any human technology, any, any, are there any dark age of technology or uh, crusade era or post crusade era imperial ships that have been smashed into and consumed by this thing? I don't think so. I, I, like I yeah. A very like Zeno esque. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want, Does I want it, the, the Imperium to be very like hands off on this thing. They're like, there's nothing. Okay. Besides, like, the destruction don't, of it that we care about. Don't fuck with that. Don't fuck with right. that. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, obviously, it's going gonna, it's gonna to drag in, like, rogue traders and shit. Like, there are right. imperial people who go there. There are humans who go there because they want the tech off of it, but it doesn't have a lot of human tech on it. Right, correct, yeah. Does, for whatever reason, the warp only pull alien spacecraft to this? So there's these two major spacecraft, but there's a bunch of other little ones. So is there, like, a rack ghoul? ship that's been smashed into it as well yeah yeah i could say like rogue trader stuff uh attached well, to it maybe on the outer layers no no like Rakul, like the the crazy centipede people the ones that act like hmm. predators yeah yeah 
Uh, um, like, yeah. like, um, or maybe even a Tau ship somehow got like, like it's just this is this is the space Hulk that's known for having weird. It, for whatever reason, this space Hulk attracts alien shit. So there's yeah. like a manta smashed into part of it. There's, you know, Eldari corsairs that are like, and, and obviously kind of on the outsides of it, like the the core. These two big ships that make up the majority of it are these super old ones, old old, old battle cruisers. Yeah, yeah, like it's uh, uh, it's seen many of uh, of battle, right? Just all sorts of like flotsam and jetsam gets dragged to it. What are some other alien species? There's really not that many alien factions. Not not spacefaring, no. In the sense of like things that are not on the tabletop, I guess you would say. Right, right. I mean, there are, but yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, like, I think we should play around with other Xenos races that have spacecraft, like you know. Because in all of the pictures, in all, in all of the artists' depictions, there's usually, like, a really big craft and then, like, a secondary craft. So there's obviously, like, focuses, but then there's all this other, like, little stuff that's kind of, like, jammed in at odd angles and odd corners. They, they, they talk about some of these being large enough that they're, like, the size of moons. So, and I kind of feel like that's what we're dealing with. Because Well, well here, hold size. on. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to show you what I found. And it makes sense because then at this point, it's so oh, drop, big. Drop it into the uh, chat. I can pull it up. It's, yeah, I'm trying to. Trying to do it. All it's right. Hard. So hard pull up the exact image. So how old is it? It's from the War in Heaven, obviously. How have the races and creatures that make it their home changed? So we've got the Eldari who have kind of like Lord, Lord of the Flieses <laughs> in a lot of ways. Mm. Like second or third generation lost Eldari who have been like twisted by it. Are there any other alien races, any other uh, species? Are there any humans that have been trapped on it that live there now? I would think most of them were killed or are dead. Like They don't in, survive that long. Yeah, especially going in and out of the warp for six months at a time. Right. Or Or like if they are still there, they're essentially chaos cultists at this point. Right, yeah. Um, I would say I would say the scarabs make quick work of them for the most part, but those that Eldar like team or that Eldar family, they're they're essentially tri- the like, tribe. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the like giant ass Necron tier Necron tier yeah. ship. So like like there's a monolith in the middle of that thing. That's how big that thing is. I really like that. Yeah. So like imagine that. Right, because there's a couple, there's a couple different types, but I like this one the most. Most, you've got like an entire massive pyramid on like the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like a big crescent shape with a giant like pyramid city sitting in its center. Yeah, it's got to be like twice the size of the largest imperial ship. Oh, and then yeah. you've got easily, and then you've got a cork ship smashed into it somehow, and then it's probably all like held together with like nasty like asteroid bits and all sorts of shit like that. Yeah, yeah, filling the gaps essentially. Oh, yeah, and all and all okay. the gaps are kind of filled by like smaller stuff, I would imagine. So, like again, like there could be a man, like half like parts of a manta in there, or Dude. you know, what if it almost looks ships? like a uh, like a mantis head? So, like the the crescent and like the mandibles. And the uh, the Crork or the Old One ship is kind of like the head. Well, the Crork ship... It's almost uh, like a skull, but like an alien, alien-esque skull. So, so, right. so Crork, a lot of Crork ships have shark teeth in the front. They're like shaped like a shark. 
the prow. Okay. Um, so you have it where the prow is driven into the center of this crescent. So it's like opened up. So it's almost like looks like it, the, the cork ship is eating the, the Necrontier ship, like head on. You know what I mean? So they're, they're like they collided with each other in Yeah, battle. like charged like head on, you know. So That's crazy, a, okay. I'll give you a drawing of uh, of Quark. You know Quark look like huh. orcs in Space Marine, in Space Marine armor? Basically, yep. yeah. They're, they're yeah, bigger orcs. I, didn't, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, they are gnarly, dude. All right, there so the go. scarabs take care of any organic material that gets left there, like anybody that gets stuck there, except the Eldari. The Eldari tribe have figured out how to... How to Live Dodge them essentially yeah. of them. Um, are gene stealers a problem? Gene stealers are usually a problem on space hulks. Are gene stealers a problem on this space hulk? Or no, because no, they don't they don't last. Because the uh, AI the Catan rips them eat, apart. eat them up. I would think okay. like yeah they're there, but they don't really have a way to reproduce. So it's almost like so their uh, their population. Is very their minimal. population is super small. Like it's probably a brood. If if you were to encounter gene stealers, it would be a brood. It wouldn't be right. a bunch. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and it would be like on the uh, more outer reach, outer, outer, yeah, outer reaches of the of the ship where the Catan can't reach. Like yeah, it's where his inf- the, the his containment influence is the, the is weakest. low or minimal. Yeah, where like uh, okay. because it's only uh, his. his his containment is only damaged. It's not like fully open. So he only has so much influence uh, around the ship, especially one that large. So what about other Necron stuff? Are are destroyers and flayed ones a thing or a version of destroyers and flayed ones? I would say flayed ones. um, Okay. But I I, I would would say say it's minimal. I wouldn't say that it is those things i wouldn't be like oh it's a flayed one it's right like, no it's whatever this mutilated crap is yeah that he's that he's created you know what i mean right. like right there are no destroyers but there's a thing that looks like a destroyer you know what i mean okay, like, so, it's, so not, it's essentially like, it's just essentially the undead it's it's the satan's undead army yeah, right exactly right. and they're all very necrontier the the nice thing about this when it comes to like a story writing thing right is that it could literally be whatever you wanted at the time, right? Whoever is, whoever is encountering whatever it is, is going to describe it as something they know, right? So they're going to be like a destroyer came out, but to an Eldari, they're going to be like, Oh, it was a, you know, uh, a plague crawler, you know what I mean? Or something like it. It's not, um, what do they call those things? Demon engines, right? Like it's not, It isn't any of those things, but it's only what the people telling the story says they look like. Okay. Right. But there, there's no other Necrons. That, so, so Destroyer, no. when I say Destroyers, I mean like Necron Destroyer Cult. And when I say Flayed Ones, I mean Necron Flayed Ones. But the, no. So there's no other Necron stuff here. No, no. Okay. It's, it's very like minimal in what it actually is. But okay. the emphasis is that it looks so much like everything else you know like yeah that's the whole point because it's because it's built out of spare part it's literally an Mm -hmm. undead army built out of spare parts yeah i would say the the influence of the of the satan is like 80 percent of that ship so 80 percent of that ship are those scarabs or those frankenstein like mashed together uh things or beings Mm -hmm. or aliens xenos whatever you would want to call them AI, zombies, whatever the hell you want to call them. And the other 20% would probably be like 
the gene stealers. A small, small percentage, 1% would be like that Eldar tribe. Uh, yeah. Like the outer layers are going to be like your typical, like the typical things you would run into in a Space Hulk, but anything that goes too deep into it are essentially eaten up by the Satan and its influence. But so, so like the visual themes overall are going to be like ancient Egypt looking, like everything looks ancient Egyptian mm. or, or like it came out of the mummy movies. Like it's all that style. Yeah. Here, and, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a photo and it shows it exactly and you can describe it. It's like an older form of Necron technology, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you combine organic matter to it. You know what I mean? Like right. that and then make it zombie. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Like, right. Like that's so, kind yeah, of so, what. So as what far as I'm what the thinking. ships look like, as far as what the internals look like, like if we were to make terrain, we'd be playing around with a lot of like older, older, like Necron looking pieces, like bits. Yeah. yeah. That have like old that have, school. Like, yeah. Like pre-modern Necron look because it's, it's got to have that like the Satan, not the Satan. It's got to have that Necron tier worked on it. So you yeah. have more of the like heavy blocky technology parts that we would associate with like walking the Imperium's walking war machines. But then you've got a lot of the sleek lines and like hard edges. Curvature. Yeah. Of the Necron mixed in. But as far as like the ships go, we're, we're going to, and, and that makes sense for as far as the ships go, because we have that kind of melding of like slightly, you know, because the cork look like, like orcs in space Marine armor, but the space Marine armor doesn't look as blocky as modern space Marine armor. It looks a little bit more like super, super, fu- or, uh, super future, a uh, super future space Marine army. Like it's got a lot of more sleek lines. Very curved. You yeah, know. lot lots of so that the soft the cork side of it is going to have lots of soft organic edges. It's going to have lots of so it's kind of the mix of the, like those two things, and then there's going to be like all of the other stuff. But everything is just sort of in it's gr- like at a certain level, it's just gross because of all of this undead zombie shit. That's yeah, everywhere. exactly, exactly. Right. That's what I imagine, and I think that's like it adds a very like cool like aspect to it. It's like, a very uh, non. Look up a necrosia, um, necrosia terrain. Yeah, like more like a, a unique aspect to it. Because when you think Space Hulk, you think like Imperial ships, Gene Stealers. Yeah, but exactly. And that's like, why I want like, it to be something different. Yeah, exactly. Which it kind of just shows like there's multiple different things that you can do when you're building your own Space Hulk or a Space Hulk right. or if you're trying to throw something into your into your lore, your system for your, for your army, you can make it uh, a little more unique in the sense of like, uh, you know, what, what, what it's about or like go, go ship stories type thing. Right. This terrain stuff that beast brought up looks a lot like Egyptian. If you were to mix the idea of like classical Egyptian look with like the idea of the catacombs of France. Yeah. Gothic Egyptian. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, That's what I think of. Like when I think of like what the, the ship, like hallways and stuff look like. Right. Yeah. I like, I like this. Cause it's got that again, it kind of has that like night haunt vibes mm-hmm. to it. I love night haunts. Yeah. I would almost say night like, uh, are... like the, oh, the necromongers I... from uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Similar to that. More yeah. metallic. Yeah. 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 Less faces. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. so what's, lots of what's... Uh, aeration lines. <laughs> yes. I, well, and I like I like the whole idea of like an obelisk 
being made, but like parts of yeah. the obelisk are made with like stacked bone and skulls. And yeah. that's what happens. Cause like, as these zombie things break down, like as they break all the way down and there's no more sinew left and there's nothing that like animates the skeleton, so to speak, there's nothing that it can use. It either replaces it with wires or it just, it stores the bones. So there's literally hallways that just look there. There's entire chunks of this fucking space Hulk that like the floor is made out of bone and the walls are made out of bone. Cause like, mm. that's what, what else are you going to do? You got to store it somewhere <laughs> or, and maybe that's the thing too, is like, there's so many demons and like cultists or whatever that like, cause they're constantly this with, with the, with the regularity of this thing's blip back and forth, it could be a massive doorway for the forces of chaos to use to, attack the universe to attack the galaxy specifically the carcosan sector so they're coming into it all the time and they don't understand nobody none of the demons ever return none of the cultists ever return nobody ever returns to say what like why it goes wrong so as far as the forces on the other side are concerned okay well they're getting out they must be getting out into the universe they're getting out they're getting us a strong uh, uh beachhead boys we're growing but what's really happening is the Satan's forces are just fucking murdering the shit out of all these demons. And then they're like, well, we got all these demon bones. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's like what the uh, the Eldar tribe like wear? Like because they eat it, they also wear those bones. Like that's what their armor is made out of? Like they wear yeah. bone armor? Yeah. Bone armor. Is that good? So I posted a picture I like of, armor. is it good? Is it good? It's really good. Um, it's- I posted a picture of a ne- of a necrontier face, and like those oh, yeah, types nec- of faces. Necrontier, um, so fucking weird, man. Yeah, so that those types of faces are what are like on the walls. Yeah, because it's like actual, and like that's what the the like effigies and like statues. Yeah. They look like mm. they look like necron instead of looking like necrons. They look like necrontier, and same with the same with all of the cork iconography that you come across. Instead of looking like orc stuff, it looks like cork stuff. Dude, Corks and the orcs are always, sick, man. I can't believe I never knew any of this. And the orcs are always like, "Oh, these must be the biggins. The, these are the prime orcs." Yeah. yeah. The, I, the more the back. more you show that picture of like that pharaoh looking dude, the more I like it. This one, this thing's yeah. fucking sick as yeah. shit. Like, yeah. The more I see that, the more I'm like, "God damn!" Like, it's so sick. All right. So, lastly, let's each pick one thing that we want to make sure becomes part of the space Hulk. So, this is something we haven't talked about yet that you want to be there and it can be as simple as like there's a room that does this and it can be as expansive as this always happens. So Marky, I'm putting you on the spot. All right. So for mine, I would say the entrances as you get deeper into the uh, core of the ship are essentially booby trapped with like punji stick type traps where the scarabs will eat you alive. So it's like a pit of, am I saying that right? Pungy? Pungy sticks. Pungy, are they pungy sticks or are they trapped? Or are they like booby trapped? Like India, like going into the, like when Indiana Jones is going into the temple to get the idol and there's right. those various Mark, traps, like spikes come out of the walls and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark just wants booby traps. <laughs> bo- bo- I need the booby traps. I, I need booty traps. All right. Yeah. So, so essentially, uh, what what the to me what the Satan is trying to accomplish is gathering organic material, right? 
So most, yeah, like the most efficient way. Right. So in doing that, he fills this space Hulk with wherever he can influence with that, with booby traps. So that way he can gather that organic material to use on his Franken Frankenstein, you know, tests and what what have you. So me personally, I think experiments on his experiments. Yeah. So me personally, I would like booby traps. Yeah. No, I like it. And I, I like the Indiana Jones like st- like level of booby trap too. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. not it's just like and it's it, every single time you get a little bit you're like, "Ah, all right guys, we made it through the entry chamber. We've yeah. marked out all and the, it's just the like, places you can't step on." And then like <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> yeah, right? You got <laughs> like in the, the neck of the fucking <laughs> why they have to be snakes. <laughs> and then the, and then the guy right behind him is like, "Okay, so in this room this happened." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> did, did something did something grab you guys' ass? No. Right. no why? <laughs> Why's my butt wet? <laughs> where's Where's Jim? <laughs> where's Jim? It's <laughs> just like oh, against man. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Beast. What is your one thing that you want to make sure gets into the Space Hulk? Uh, the closer you get to the like chamber, the deeper the deeper you go, uh, the more levels of insanity you suffer. So like the ship. Event Horizon. The ship knows your fears. Like the longer you're on the ship, the more it can dive into your psyche and like pull out your fears and like make you hallucinate. So you have to be very strong willed. So like think of like seven layers of hell type thing. Like the deeper into this Hulk you go, the more likely you are to like lose your mind. Because like you know Event Horizon, like the ship was trying to kill people so they could like take them, right? So it's the same type of premise, like so you get a very like old one feel to it, like a old old one as in like H.P. Lovecraft. Well, like basically the the Necrontier or the uh, Satan, uh, the the stronger the closer you get to it, the stronger the psychic ability becomes. Okay, so he can like almost almost he can't possess you, well, but he can. Make you do things. Make you I don't, see things. The, I don't the think satan, the satan is Cave Johnson from Aperture Science. <laughs> I, I don't think the closer uh, you get, the more the the, the levels mess with you. Right. I, I could be wrong. No, no, you're good. Uh, I I could be wrong, but I think Satan or Katan. I don't think they have psychic ability. They do. They they yeah, well, well I, I they thought it was to. like a different I thought it was a different type yeah. of like it's not warp it's, energy it's not like it's not psychic energy it's like a different type I, I mean I could be wrong in saying that because I'm I'm I personally don't know much about the Necron but on the tabletop they don't exactly have like a psychic phase I could be wrong in saying that I could be completely yeah, wrong but like well no it's it's in it's in somewhat of the psychic phase, but it's not a psychic ability. It's like, uh, yeah. So that it's not, it's not the same. So Satan and Necrons have stuff that works in the psychic phase and works like psychic powers, but it's, they're the master of the material universe rather than the master of the warp universe. So it's, it's like, 
It, it, yeah, you're right. It's I'm, I'm not trying to think. Quite, it's not psychic energy. It, it, it's got a name, um, and I should be slightly more prepared to answer this from yeah, a perspective. I mean, uh, that's my fault for, for bringing it up uh, and not being prepared to, <laughs> to talk about it, but I don't want, I don't well, want some, a well, listener to be like, it's, I, not, it's not warp. It's, it's not psychic it's shit. It's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were like, what do you want? I'm like, this is what I want. And I'm like, no. <laughs> So the, their powers are essentially psychic powers. They happen in the movement phase instead, and they require no psychic text, test to produce. And they're immune to anything that affects psychic powers, such as Shadows of the Warp or Deny the, the Witch. However, from a lore perspective, how do they work? They work... Essentially, the, the technology level of... So the Satan are absolute masters of the material as to where demons are absolute masters of the warp. So psychic powers are a manifestation of the warp in the material realm. The Satan can manipulate like matter reality on a molecular in, in a level. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. They can manipulate reality on a molecular level in the material universe without using psychic powers. So what you want still happens. Yes, it's still yes. manipulating and reforming whatever it wants. It's just not using the warp to do it. Yeah, it's like using your it's using your brain yeah. against you essentially. Like, well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Theoretically, it more powerful. Yeah, it re- yeah. it reads your mind. It reads your body language. It, it yeah, like it it figures it out figures yeah. out your fear. You well, know, the like, Satan are master manipulators. Like they know how to manipulate the fuck out of your wishes and desires and they use that against you like that's what satan do they use all that shit against you that's why the necrons got into this shit in the first place yeah so that's that's (laughs) what i want is like the closer you get to this thing the more the more it It manipulates your mind yeah the more it starts to manipulate your mind you know so like you have to be like ironclad in your resolve as you like go deeper you know what i mean like that's not really a, a giant penis that's yeah. Well, I mean, like, imagine a, that. Imagine that's this, actually right? my like, buddy Frank. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine this, right? Like, you're going down one of these like tomb like hallways, right? And you turn a corner, and then all of a sudden, you it's like it, it, the lights go out, and then there's like a candle on a birthday cake, and you're like, oh, and you know, it's like, oh, it's my like daughter's birthday or whatever, and then you go up to it, and they're like, no, 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 and then you end up grabbing this like sphere that electrocutes the shit out of you and then rips all your skin off. You know what I mean? Like that's what Ooh. it does. Like Ooh. Yeah, like you know, like everything melts around you and then you melt. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Al- like, it's almost like the like a Harlequin's kiss where it like shoots out like vines that just penetrate you and rip you to pieces. Yeah, but take, it started take your because you, it started because you were thinking about something and then it manifests. You know, yeah. like I really like, like that. That's like what the, it does. It, like anglerfish like, type shit. Like where it, yeah, it like puts it, a little it, treat in front of you. Yeah, it's like, like the it it's like the door is an it. Not scary yeah, exactly. at all. Scary. Very scary. Then <laughs> they open the not scary at all and it's a Pomeranian and Richie fucking kicks it. He's like, I'm not even <laughs> taking a chance. He just punts the tiny dog. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Um, iron, iron resolve. <laughs> those are both. Those are both really fucking good. So I like the one that Marky brought up because, as a as a D and D DM, as a as a game master for role playing games, it's just like it's the traditional dungeon delve. The closer yep. and closer you get, it's really funny because like 
I don't know if we realized we did it, but we built a really traditional dungeon. There's a lich at the middle of the dungeon. <laughs> this yeah, right. is it's a right. lich, and he's yeah. manipulating undead shit to fuck with you the Simpsons entire time. Simpsons did it. Perfect. <laughs> Simpsons that, did dude, it. Dude, that's hilarious. Simpsons did it. That's pretty awesome. And we didn't do it on purpose, which is kind of the cool part. But I like the idea, because like that's what happens. The deeper and deeper into a dungeon you get, the more and more over the top the traps get. And I love that. And yeah, except our dungeon we're modeling it after is a is a pyramid, you know, it's right. like a, the mummy. Yeah, and it yeah, it's layered like an onion. There's no such I thing. Like the yeah, idea. There's no original original thoughts anymore. <laughs> right. I like the idea of beasts because the deeper and deeper you get into it, like you could come across like here's here's some here's some fucking iron not iron warriors here's some imperial fists who came in before you. And they have iron resolve. And you can tell they have iron resolve because they're farther than any other bodies you've come across. And they're still standing. Like these dudes are dead. There is nothing left in their suit. You know, there's, there's skeletons left in their suits. And their weapons are still all trained forward. You know, they were definitely killed not by each other but by some outside force. But they're just rooted in the spot. Their resolve was so high that they died, literally died standing. Like, yeah, that's we're it. like... We're like and my addition's very left there. very surface level, like physical physical things to for for them to benefit from. Where Tom's is like a very like it's it gets with your mind. Yeah, like it's like oh, if you survive all the physical aspects, the surface level stuff, then you start. It's like okay, here's the next test. Now it's your mind, almost mm. right. Yeah, yeah, and they can piggyback on each other too because it uh, the, the the mental tricks make you fall for the physical tricks. Mm. You know, like the punchy mental Punchy stick of yeah. your booty. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, it, it, it shows you the floor that is, you know, uh, you're walking through a big field of flowers and in reality you're stepping into a pit, you know. Or it's like a room full of, like, ankle-high spinning blades. Yeah. So okay. I think... For my addition, I think the Satan, because so, so all Satan are a little nutso. Like, none of them are normal anymore. Without getting super deep into the lore, the Satan were massive, massive creatures, like, like the size of suns. The Satan were large enough that the way that they thought took enough time in light seconds that they they don't process information the same way that we do, essentially. So, like... The fact that the Necron tier figured out how to talk to them is a miracle. The fact that the Necron tier figured out how to give them physical bodies is a second miracle. And then what ended up happening is when the Necron tier, when the Necron tier became the Necron and the Necron revolted against the Satan, the Satan that existed were broken into, and we're again super oversimplification. We'll get into it when we talk about Necron. Uh, lore but they were broken into what are called shards so none of the satan are necessarily none of the satan that are encountered in modern 40k are an entire satan they're just a shard of a satan if that right. makes any sense just a yep. left butt cheek yeah right exactly and the more shards you get together the crazier and more powerful they get um, like, oh, man i now, got the taint shard come on <laughs> <laughs> so they're all a little fucking nutso and in this case, this Satan, for whatever reason, had a thing for, like, like zoology. Ooh. Like, he really, really liked animals in his, like, normal Satan life before he was broken into shards. The only part of that that the shard has retained is the desire to collect 
dangerous fucking alien species. And it's not dangerous alien species as in like sentient alien species. It's dangerous alien species as in like these one-off monsters that are now just trapped roaming parts of the Space Hulk. So you might enter a room and just on the other side there's like a giant rhino cheetah. Yeah, and like, uh, <laughs> what if, like, to add on to that, he tries to replicate that? In yeah, a that's what I was going to say. He's it's not, it's not even fucking with them. It's not even the actual anything. animal anymore. It's just like a husk of what it was, you well, know? Well, it's he like collects he collects them, but he uses them as a template to create his own, like, yeah. in his own image. Like, he's a god, right? So he's trying to create in that image of that, essentially like a false god in a sense. He's like recombining different, for instance, he crossbred like two really, really dangerous species, subspecies of amble. So there's just an amble. There's a, there's a population of amble that wander parts of the space Hulk that are like crusted with crystalline armor. As Beast was saying in a different area, there are amble that were wandering around that have like armor plates bolted to the outside of their body and like. The amble, instead of having their normal, like, parasites that cling to their armor, it's scarabs that cling to their armor. It's scarabs that are inside of it. Oh, them. yeah, that's sick. Yeah. So, like, and, like, it, like again, it, it, it just layers in that. It gives you that opportunity to just do other extra nasty shit. Yeah, um, I was going to say, it, like, very monster manual. It, like, you can, yes, you, have, you have a lot it, to work with. Just, you can pull in anything from a monster manual you want to, really, you know. You want to make a bullet, but you want to have a bullet in Warhammer 40K. A bullet is essentially like a, a rhinoceros with a big armored shark's nose is the easiest way to describe it. Um, they they charge at things and hit them with their big, sharp, pointy nose. So you have one of those, but like it's got razor blades coming out of its snout or something like 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 razor crests coming up over its face instead or something or yeah. like something like a displacer beast, but instead of being a normal displacer beast that's undead. Like you get, you get to play with all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. He likes to put his own uh, spin on it in a sense. Yeah. I really like, uh, I really like this. This is a creepy fucking space Hulk. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And and it's one of those things where like the risk is super high, but the reward is super high because if you can get your hands on, you know, you get your hands on a molecular displacer, like some cork fucking auto cannon. And you can take it back and the, and sell it to the Mechanicus and make a fuck ton of money. And then the Mechanicus can use it to, like, make some new super weapon for the... In- so there's this constant drive for the Imperium, or not not for the Imperium. There's this constant drive for the less discerning of rogue traders and treasure hunters to dive into this thing from a human standpoint. And then you've got the Eldar that are trying to re-get, you know, collect their sword that they think is there. Then you have the Necron that want their lord, their lost lord back. We'll have to come up with an entire dynasty that like follows this lord. You know, you know, it would be the cherry on top for me, the the grim dark thing that I would like to. Now we don't have to do this, but I just, to me personally, I'm I'm a sick bastard. It's a um, giant ship full of zombies. How are we going to make it more grim dark? <laughs> The and forges. not even normal zombies. Orgies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what this thing's missing? Orgies. Slanish. Orgies. <laughs> Can we put some more slanish in here? Yeah, well, this needs this needs more booty. So my my personal thought, what's going through my head right now, 
is that there's actually no treasure on this, that the treasure that people believe there to be on the Space Hulk is oh, just all the Satan, the Satan manipulating people. survivors to oh, think yeah. that there's these actual things on there. So there but is no. Enough... Yeah. Yeah. There's but no, then... there's no actual big prize. There's just right. enough little archaeo tech that. Makes... Oh, that. Yes. The people who do get away, get away and make money. But the idea that there's actually one of the 12 Eldar swords, it's not there. The fact right. that there's a yep. man, of, yep. man of iron, right. it's not there. Nope. Exactly. The Necron Lord doesn't, is not there. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's like yeah, the, right. uh, that, that's like the grim dark aspect of it is like you wasted your life for nothing. Like yeah, it was, that's... it was only an, an auto cannon quirk tech that you got your hands on, but you think that there's something bigger, like almost like gambling, well, yeah. right? So it's like, a... it's like, it's exactly like gambling. There are people who go in once, get out, made a bunch of money and they're done. There might even be career people that know, never go past this level. It's not yep. worth it. It's the rockheads, man. There's enough people who try and try. Right and try and just get deeper and deeper into debt, so to speak. Right. Oh, that, that's, maybe that's part of the, maybe that's part of the madness. Maybe part of the madness is that you escape with your life and then it starts to play in the back of your head that you're smart enough. You can do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, the siren that's a little grim. Song. Exactly. That's like the little grim, dark twist I wanted to throw on it. Yeah, I'm it. all about that. I'm all about unhappy endings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think that'll wrap it up for this episode of Under the Hive of Madness. And that definitely highlights how we would approach making our own Space Hulk. As we continue to work on some of the role-playing supplemental material that we are doing for our patrons, these ideas will definitely influence some of the content that we develop for generating Space Hulks, as well as obviously we've generated a Space Hulk that we're going to put into the Carcosan sector. So we'll... We'll come up with some stuff. Uh, it'd be great to run maybe a one-off campaign or something, and it would be super fun. So let us know how this episode inspired you. Have you any ideas of Space Hulks on your own, or maybe lore you've already written that you want to share with us? You can get a hold of us by email at underthehiveofmadness at gmail.com or jimdarkgaming at gmail.com. You can also become involved in our Discord community, we love to share in all things Warhammer 40k, from the lore to the hobby, and even from time to time, the current tactical state of the game. We love to talk homebrew lore, world building, creative writing, video games. If you have something that you want to share with us and you don't want to get to us through email or you want to jump into more of an active conversation with us, Discord's the way to go. You can also find us other places online with our website or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have links to everything down in the show notes to make all of this easy. Please help more ears get to our content by liking and reviewing us wherever you get your podcast fix. Our home is Spotify and Anchor FM, but we are no strangers to Apple, Google, Stitcher, and many more platforms. If there's a platform you prefer and we aren't there yet, just go ahead and email us over at under the hive madness at gmail.com and I will try to get us registered as quickly as possible. We have a goal to grow our Patreon to 30 members so we can bring on an editor full time. You can help us reach that goal at www.patreon.com slash under the hive of madness. All Patreon members get access to a video version of the podcast and about 30 to 40 minutes of bonus Patreon content at the beginning. Plus I leave in a lot of the mistakes, bloopers and little fumbles that happen 
primarily by me during the course of recording. You will also get access to our painting contest, which we run four times a year. There are a few other perks there. Like what I mentioned earlier, we are developing some role-playing content and some extra content for making world generation and story generation a little bit easier. That stuff's all up there, as well as some art assets that you can use to order custom objective markers. Also, as we start looking at developing merchandise like T-shirts and stuff like that, the first place to get a hold of that information and to become involved in like pre-orders and all of that, that all happens through Patreon. So please go ahead on over and check that stuff out. Come on down to Mama Kaz's for Monday Night Murder Ball. They have added 13 new pick screens with the highest def images of all that bloody action. Don't forget while you're there, make sure to try their new Ice Grox ribs in traditional barbecue or the new Promethium Fire Dry Rub. With a cascade of sound designed to make your dad's blood boil as we blow out his speakers with the screaming vengeance of truth, we are the sound of Vox Friends Mouth 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio. Wishing all you Chemrats and Hive Mice only the choicest of listening posts. Catch us on the flip side. Same ratty frequency, same ratty time. And remember, it's sometimes, always, better to leave the forearmed emperor in the bag than let it out. And by bag, he means his asshole. And, and you mean like like 50% of the time it works all the time, right? All the time. I'm not opening that bag. I don't care what you say, motherfucker. All the wrong places. <laughs> all the wrong places? Ha, 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 ha.